Episode 102. On today's show, Simone has separation anxiety from discontinued spaghetti sauce. Steffi is scolded by a convicted sex offender. And a very special dong in need of cheese makes headlines. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you, dong? I'm dong very well. How are you, dong, Simone? I'm... I, I'm I've dong better. I've been dong better. But uh, yeah, so I've had what'll be probably funny to everybody, but to me is a serious trauma. Uh-oh. But you know, <laughs> hey. So, uh, are you very familiar with Classico um, pasta sauces? Do you ever get the, that variety? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm guessing this isn't going in a, in a majorly life-threatening dir- dir- direction. This trauma Not life-threatening, that we're but it's no, no, it's uh, I, it's it's threatening to to the the full enjoyment of my own life. But. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, sold this I'm to her as a trauma them. listener. Yeah. So, do you get them very often? Do you have a flavor that you like uh, in particular that stands out, or do you just get it randomly without a thought? Um, randomly, I believe. Okay. You, well, take, I take it you have something specific you like. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> and uh, I'd say over the last maybe like four or five weeks ago, I went to get some, and they were out, but the little ticket was still there. I'm like, oh, I guess they're just out. And I go back again like a week later. It's like, oh, they're out. Then I go back again, and the ticket is gone. I'm like, oh, shit. So I had to write a letter to the company. Oh, oh boy. Oh, wait, what kind was it? What was so great about this? It was a sun-dried tomato uh, pasta sauce, red sauce, not the Alfredo sauce, not the pesto sauce. They still have those, just the regular red sauce. And it's just tastier than all other sauces that okay. they have. Well, anyway, like I, I've never wanted another sauce, but it's all explained in my letter so that I wrote to the company. <laughs> good. So, and listen, I'm going to ask for your help in this matter. That's why I brought it to the front of the show, because I want people who are going to stop listening after 15 minutes to at least hear this important message. So, (laughs) this cry for help. Okay. Hello. I've been a fan of Classico sun-dried tomato pasta sauce for 15 years. When I first moved to California from Australia to be with my then-boyfriend, now-husband, he had the sauce in the house, and once I tasted it, he was never allowed to get anything else, at least not for me. After getting my sister into the sauce when she came to visit, she told me that it was available in Australia. I thought she was out of her mind, but indeed it was there. So when we moved back there for a while, my obsession continued. Fifteen wow. years on, my love for this sauce has not waned. Good God, you're really into the sauce. <laughs> I am! You're setting the stage very well. Keep going. Thank you. I give you this backstory not to waste your time, but to impress upon you the high level of They're distress all, yeah, I feel. Um... <laughs> I know, and I'm like, no, 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 I, 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 yeah, you need to understand. I give you this backstory not to waste your time, but to impress upon you the high level of distress I find myself in now as this variety has disappeared from the shelves of the nearby grocery stores, which carry so many other inferior varieties of Classico. 
I gave a huge sigh of relief to find it still on your website, so I ask you now, please, PLEASE, in all caps, point me in the direction of a store that still carries the sun-dried tomato in Los Angeles. You have other nice flavors, but they all pale in comparison to the rich and robust taste of this variety. Other nice flavors. <laughs> I was trying to be polite, but none of them cut cut it. I like the vodka sauce. I accidentally got the one with Cabernet in it. It was just blah. Yeah. Just, just boring. Um, let's see. If there is any risk of it being discontinued, please alert me so I can fill a bunker with it. That should give me enough time to cope with the impending loss. <laughs> bunker. I have endured similar scares in the past with this sauce, but thankfully the sauce bounced back. So I mistakenly thought thought those woes were behind me. So far I have checked Albertsons, Vons and Johns with no luck. I have checked all the tags to make sure they weren't simply out, but there is no longer a tag at my local Albertsons where I usually get it. I was on my knees with a bad back looking all the way to the deepest parts of the bottom shelf in the hopes of hitting the jackpot to no avail. Thanks in advance for your help, and also thanks for the wonderful sauce. Simone. <laughs> Wait, how did you sign it? Simone. Oh, you didn't say sincerely or passionately yours or anything? No, 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 no. I should have said passionately. So, let's not, I want to share with you my plea to the people of Classico. They wrote back and said, these oh. stores have ordered that in the last three months. And that included my store. So, I, I talked to the manager and then he tried to wow. order it again for me. And he called me back like half an hour later and said, discontinued. <gasps> yes. <sighs> So I'm freaking out. So I think it's over and I'm really stressed out because if I'd known, I would have like stocked up ahead of time. I would have mm-hmm. saved the last jar. Like I would have taken these precautions, you know? So yeah. listener, if you have Classico in your hometown, just have a look. If you see sun-dried tomato, Classico sun-dried tomato red sauce, not the Alfredo sauce, not the pesto sauce, just the regular red sauce. Just buy one jar for me, and you oh. can send it to me as a gift. You, I will buy it from you. I will send you the money. I will pay for the shipping. I need the fucking sauce, seriously. So please, if you next time you're in your pasta sauce aisle, please, please have a look. And also, you could even write an email to Classico expressing your own um, dissatisfaction with the, this, uh, this news. So um, this is very important to me. As I said, 15 years, this has been my favorite pasta sauce. That's amazing. So... Yeah, so, because uh, I took one like only like a couple months ago. I took, it was like right next to it, and the, the labels are very similar. And I got home and I'm like, oh, we've got this one. And I ate it because it was here, and it's just like, meh. Just it's such a rich flavor. I can't stand it. It's gone. Mm. Yeah. I can't, so this anyway. is how I felt about pudding pops when they finally went away. Oh, what are pudding pops? Pudding pops um, are, they were popsicles made out of pudding basically and bill cosby did the ads for them did this not happen over in australia i don't think so no okay um yeah he was like synonymous with pudding pops he's like "Mm, yum jello pudding pops and um god they were so good because you know they were uh here's another bad word creamy (laughs) (laughs) in a way that ice cream is not and uh, they quietly disappeared, and I think it's been recent. It was just in the past five years or so. I'm like, remember pudding pops? Let's go find them. And oh my god, they're not in this grocery store. They're not in this one. They got discontinued. <sighs> and I tried to make them myself, and it was not the same thing. And I really mourned them. They had like um this chocolate peanut butter swirl. Uh huh. Cannot be recreated. 
it's it was insane so i i understand what you must be so going through and i'm going to Especially go down when to you know all these... look for you please thank you so much yeah yeah i mean i mean if you find a supply let me know if there are more but just just buy me one anybody to start and then we'll, we'll negotiate the purchase of the rest of what you have in your store but yeah it's just so frustrating when you know an inferior product is surviving and you know this Ugh. is clearly like the best is such a tasty sauce i mean sun-dried tomatoes are always more flavorful than yeah. a plain tomato you know so how can this not be the most popular sauce i don't understand Ugh. what if there was actually bacon grease in it and that's why you really liked it Oh, I've read the ingredients. Thank you, but I know. But what if they were lying? I'm always wondering if they lie about the ingredients. I think I would know. Like bacon grease is a really. I mean, that's a real. That's smell. a pretty egregious one. Um, did you hear <laughs> about the West or wait? Yeah, West Virginia Pizza Hut manager who was caught peeing in the sink that had a bunch of utensils in it, and they closed the store. Oh. <laughs> that Why did he do that? Week. Was he a pervert, or could he just not wait? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that it, it made the news, and after that, no one would go anymore, and they had to close the store. <laughs> like, you mean it, clo- it wasn't closed for health reasons, it was closed out of a, as a failing business? I think so, yeah. <laughs> wow, I love that. Amazing. <sighs> okay, Incredible. so speaking of um, disgruntled letters, I was the recipient yes. of one today. Um, it's and I made an email of the day immediately on the stuff Christian Culture Likes Facebook page, but it started out, I love what you do so much. And I was thinking, oh, this is gonna be a nice one. Um, but but it, <laughs> as it goes on, <laughs> it talks about how he goes, I am also, I am a pastor of a progressive, relational, intentional, emerging church plant here in North Carolina, and I, you know, goes on and on. I hate what you hate too, but by your <laughs> calling out these men, just think of their families. Think of the children that are going to be so deeply hurt by the 7,000 fans on your Facebook page, just so you could get a couple laughs, you know, and, um, and at the very end, his last sentence was, be nice. And so I just, I didn't <sighs> comment. I just posted it and people are like, what the hell? This is so manipulative and... You know, yeah. they go, they go, why, why does this guy have a problem exactly? I go, because he, you know, pastors don't like to be called out. It, it's hurtful right. for your children to realize that your dad is a charlatan. <laughs> right, right, right. So, okay. So that went down today. And, um, about 30 minutes ago, I get an email from someone. I told, I to- emailed my friend, this guy's name and he had Googled him. I didn't put it out in public, but he Googled this pastor. Turns out. Uh-huh. Two years ago, this guy was arrested for sexual misconduct while he was counseling a woman at his church. She, he showed wow. her a picture of his wiener on his phone. Wow! <laughs> dick pics, you've done it again. What's that? I said, dick pics, you've done it again. Dick pics, oh! Yeah, they get me every time, so. I just wow. thought that was a little bit, a little funny, and... I was thinking I just of putting the it. The compulsion for dick pics is so amazing. Just like, I really want to send a dick pic. For starters, even wanting to send a dick pic like, baffles me. And then getting to the whole point of, I'm a pastor and I'm going to send this to one of my women that I'm counseling. Well, it was right. It probably is a family. 
Yeah, the details were, were kind of juicy because I guess he, he took her to a coffee shop. And this, You know, he was arrested. He was taken to court. He pleaded to all this. Um, that in a wow. coffee shop, he was talking with her about her journey with God. And then he started asking <laughs> her personal questions, which culminated in him showing her a picture on his phone. It said of male and female genitalia that he said was him and his wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> So that guy doesn't like getting called out, and he told me to be nice. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to be thinking about that. I'm sure he thought he was being nice to her. <laughs> I thought she was. Giving her suggestions on how she should ride on her journey with God. <laughs> ride this. Ride this. Pastor sexual offender. <sighs> Wow, that's awesome. And you just found that out, too. That's hot off the press. Hot off the press. Synchronicity, guys. At least to you, yeah. (laughs) Awesomeness. All right, so listen, as you may have just heard, I'm going to leave it in this time, but uh, yeah, Stephanie was speaking. I had to ask her to repeat herself. So before we go on, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening these 102 episodes, and it takes a lot of work to put this podcast out, but, you know, we do have bills and equipment uh, that we need, and new headphones is something that we both need. So because, yeah, we have these little earbuds, and we struggle to to hear each other sometimes. So, um, yeah, I edit all of the, uh, the, uh, uh, what was that? I'm sorry, can you say that again? I can't. (laughs) hear you I spare you from all of those so to spare me the time of doing that you know and also so we can hear each other better and just have a more enjoyable listening experience for everybody um, yeah if you'd like to if you haven't donated before if you'd like to donate to Dongtini you can go to the collection plate on dongtini.com and uh, throw us a couple of bucks and um, hopefully then I can regain some of my life back time lost asking and then later editing out wait what Say that again. I didn't catch that. I'm sorry, what? What was are you that? There? Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Give us a yeah, dollar. Are... Just one dollar. Just one dollar. Yeah, it'll go a long way. So anyway, thank you for your listenership, but uh, thank you for your donation in advance. So... Oh, and a follow-up from last week. Uh, we were talking about 90210 and the wedding, and I was telling you, no, you had, you said something about Kelly and Brandon's wedding, and I was saying, no, it was Donna and David's wedding. But we were sort of fusing two weddings. So you figured out, right, that you weren't crazy in that. And I actually hadn't seen that part of the show when those two nearly got married. Is that correct? Yes, they nearly got married. They nearly got yes. I didn't see that all. So like a, a Brandon Kelly near wedding is like not in my consciousness because I've never seen it. I may have oh. seen one shot of it. Yeah. So even though the wedding, the, the show ended on the Donna and David wedding, like I said, like I thought you were completely out to lunch. So um, <laughs> well, I was wondering because I had such a clear image of what her makeup looked like, her veil, her right, dress. Right, right, right. Yes. So, your image <laughs> so I went. Was real. And I had to look it yes. up, and I found, I found yeah, a picture. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad we squared that away. Anyone else who was concerned about that? Um, the other thing I want to say, we were talking about um, the Woody Allen situation. I kept saying repressed memories, repressed memories, but I meant to be saying false memories that people also... Well, people have repressed ah. memories, but I was talking about people have false memories. You know, like they'll see a, a therapist. You know, like, like therapists do like kind of put ideas in people's head about things that didn't, didn't happen. And they later realize they went through themselves. You know what I mean? So right. I'm not saying that's what happened to her. I'm just saying that that with the Mia Farrow, uh, you know, impressing on her that Woody was the devil, that you know that's another possibility as well because it is sort of a, a known thing that ha- that can happen so I, I was only throwing that out there as a possibility not saying that's what happened but I want to clear that up so um now I have some personal Taco Bell news Ooh. think outside the bun 
next level. <laughs> yes. So this is two weeks ago. I um, I went to Taco Bell and got my usual, my Mexican pizza without meat. And I drive back to my work and I happily open it up. And I had to I had to mind Quincy for my lunch break because Greg had to do something. So I'm happy in the car. I'm in the back seat with Quincy. I'm like, I'm gonna eat my lunch now. And I took a picture of Greg. Of, so I took a picture of Quincy with the Taco Bell just to annoy Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he was allowed to eat it, of course. Anyway, then I start to eat. I'm like, this tastes different. This tastes... Oh, no. And then Uh-oh. there's fucking beef in it. So I was oh, just no. like, oh. So I like, spat it out. And then I got out of the car and spat the rest out into the bushes. And I was like, pah, pah. Oh, man. So I go and I drive back. And then I tell them. And they replace it. And with the proper order and then they give me a new I've had them put beef in it before but I usually check first but this like mm-hmm. I peeked and I didn't see it you know mm-hmm. so um, yeah so they gave me like a little dessert um, as a bonus which was really nice and it actually was tasty but ever since then like I ate it like my normal Mexican pizza it's supposed to be and I was just like meh yeah, it doesn't like, taste, didn't as, taste good. as good. As, no, I don't know if it's just a bad day because sometimes Taco oh. Bell has a bad day. But yeah, I was just kind of put off by the whole thing. So it's been two weeks now and I haven't had Taco Bell. So I should mark the date and see how long wow. this lasts. Yeah, like yeah. if you're throwing you up once thing. A week. <laughs> <laughs> and your nail breaking <laughs> document. I'm what? Don't you have a nail breaking document as well? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the nail breaking, the last time I threw up, and how many times I've seen the room. Those are all things I, I keep track of. So. Love it. <laughs> Two weeks to the day since Taco Bell. Yep, yep, that is correct. It sounds like my curry um, trauma while I was pregnant with Lolly. Yes. Oh, my God, today I curry heard... for a good five years. Oh, I know. It's a real problem in our relationship, given that I am a curry muncher. <laughs> Um, Now, I have a reading from the heart Mm -hmm. And hopefully I'll have more of these But um, you have some great sources For sort of ongoing uh, uh, Dealings with certain types of people Like the Dong Doctor So I I put forward now This person is a friend of mine He's a booking agent And he gets requests all the time From just fucking imbeciles Who just want you know, his clients to, to perform for them and they have no idea, they have no way to put on a show, they don't know anything about doing anything. Like, hey, how much would it cost to have so and such come and perform, you know, in my, <laughs> my wedding or whatever. So anyway, so um, this is a, a series of emails um, about that. Oh boy. Okay, I've changed the name, so all the names are fake. The artists I mentioned are fake. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, totally made up people. Okay. Hi, I'm hosting an event. It's a real event, not some sort of fake event not worth mentioning. This event will take place. It will be like no other event, and thus eventually you will catch wind of the great event that this is, and be sad that you didn't let Bobby Buff know he was cordially invited. The name of the event is The Event, and will be coming up in a few months. (laughs) Oh my god. We already have a few good butt of bands and comedians booked. Please let me know how much it will cost to book Bobby. The event wouldn't be the same without him. Signed, Jeff Jerkoff, a name I gave him. Jeff <laughs> So, my friend, uh, also fake named Arthur, um, the event will take place? That's crucial. Where and when? Is it ticketed and open to the public or a private event? What bands and comedians are confirmed? 
James Jokoff replies, Thank you for your response. So far we have had interested in uh, the interest of a band, a band, another band for the bands. Uh, where <laughs> We have Vladimir, another comedian, and a few lesser known Vladimir? acts that are... That's another name I made up. I made I that name. I love that name. <laughs> I do. <laughs> we have Vladimir, comedian name, and a few lesser known acts that are wanting to perform. We are hoping to host the event in May or June. Arthur writes, What city are we talking about? Is this a ticketed <laughs> event or is it open to the public? Vladimir is interested? Have you been discussing with his agent? Sorry, I sent that last email in a hurry. The event is being held in Atlanta. I've been talking to Vladimir's agent. He's still on the fence about deciding. The event will take place at a venue called Center Stage. Bobby would be the main main act, in in my opinion. Like, that's not how things work. You don't just have a thing in your opinion. Either somebody is the main act or they're not the main act. Not Bobby would be the main act, in my opinion. But I'm a really big fan of Bobby and Vladimir. It is a ticketed event, open to the public. We are still discussing ticket prices with the owners of the venue. Should be charging $25 to $39.99. Who charges $39.99 for a show? <laughs> okay, so this is this is great now. This is this is getting to the gold. Arthur replies, I work with Vladimir's agent. I just asked him where they're at with this, and he said he's never heard of this. Oh. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, James Jerkoff, J- uh, Jeff Jerkoff replies, Okay, you got me. I will level with you now. Oh, no. This event is very important to me. I'm flying by the seam of my pants to pull the this seam? event off. The seam. <sighs> I don't have Vladimir on board, but I need Bobby. I'm sorry I lied. I was just trying to grease the wheels to get you to join. But honestly, we were totally willing to pay the going rate for Bobby. Please just let me know how much it would cost to get you guys on board. Again, I'm sorry for lying, but even your slightest consideration would mean the world to me. Oh my god. Yep. And then it looks like there was no answer right away, so he's like replied to his own email email saying $5,000 more. Oh. <laughs> wow. And then and then Arthur replies it's a fake event, not some sort of real event worth mentioning. This event will not take place. <laughs> oh my god. That's hilarious how he was caught and then just kept yeah. on going. Like, alright, yeah, fine. Yeah. Extra 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, who was, the, who was the artist? I can't say. Oh, I can tell you. Uh, I edited it out. Yeah, it was a. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, he really yeah. The guy's him. asking. Yeah, the guy is asking for it. Vladimir was. A oh, I thought that's who was, I thought of. Really? Yeah, yeah. Vladimir. I also thought that's of the funny. Russian comedian who would say <laughs> from the eighties and go, "What's a country?" Yakov Smirnov. Yakov Smirnov. I love that you knew who that was. I, th- I think I only know of him from Greg talking about him. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so I had a really encouraging exchange with somebody from church Ooh. this week. And I, I know. So I want to share positive experiences with church, too. Um, because, <laughs> um, because sometimes they happen. So um, this woman at my church, she um, is kind of one of the leaders. And I really like her. But um, she emailed me and she said, would you and David be interested in curating Lent this year? Like, you know, the season Lent. 
and um, yeah. you know she kind of um, threw out some ideas of what I could do and you know, so what do you think? And so I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. And I was like, why don't I want to do it? And, um, and, you know, so I'm sitting with it for like a day. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to be really honest with her. And so I told her, I go, hey, thanks so much for thinking of us to do this. Um, I'm feeling a lot of, you know, kind of dissonance with the seasons lately and not feeling a draw towards curating Lent at all. And, um, you know, I want to show up and be open to things happening, but... I just don't feel like I could curate or lead well with my dissonance, and um, I don't mean to sound dramatic, but I'm honestly not exaggerating, um, Steffi. <laughs> and so she, this is what she replied. Uh-huh. Understood. Thanks for such an honest answer. It makes me curious to have more conversation with you about how you're experiencing things. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I think she just saved my, my sanity a little bit. You know, like that was, it felt like such a, a really beautiful way to respond to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, kind of shitting on your your thing that you hold dear yeah 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 definitely <laughs> so now we're making arrangements for a little coffee date just oh, to talk cool. but anyway that's so anyway, nice yeah it seems small but i told her i was like you know what i go um oh, i printed it out so i could get it verbatim for you guys um i said you know what that was maybe the perfect response that you gave and it's so unlike to what i've been used to hearing in church growing up now that i think about it but that's what I think can change everything, just to be curious to hear how someone is experiencing things. So yeah. I'm grateful, and I'd love to talk more about it. So, that's anyway. so great. Yeah, it's such a weird thing, yeah. because usually with something like that, you either uh, make up an excuse and then feel bad yes. about it, or you tell the real <laughs> reason and feel like your reason isn't good enough or you know what I mean it's not an acceptable reason unless somebody died you know or you have some physical injury you feel like well this is my reason and it's like oh okay you're not feeling it thanks you know like it's just it doesn't it doesn't seem like you kind of fucked either way I think you feel when you try and present an honest answer like that you know you either have to lie or feel weird about the truth you know yeah so I think that the way she received it was was very um, very nice yeah it's not the so answer people nice. usually give. And I know, and yeah, and I told um, I told one of my friends. Her name, or I'll just say her name, Rachel Held Evans. She she's like a kind of a big speaker. Like she was just Christian speaker. She's totally a Christian, but she's progressive and she gets a lot of shit for it. And yeah. so I told her this story, and she's like, "Oh, if all churches could be that way, everything would be completely different." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I think you're right. <laughs> so anyway, that's my story. That's so great. I'm sticking to it. Um, well, since uh, you, your, your church isn't, isn't your church kind of a hippie church? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hippie. <laughs> I only well, mentioned body odor and patchouli going. There is, there is. Yeah. <laughs> no glu- lack of gluten and meat everywhere. Yeah, I know. And once you went there and started making vegan and gluten-free baked goods for your events, I, I knew you were in a new place. <laughs> but I mentioned that not to not to not to make fun of them because I don't think all hippies are bad. But yeah, I treated a few weeks ago. Fucking hippies! Because I just had an I incident. I hate hippies. You hate hippies. I just. I, I went off on the grapes of Rad recently about how I hate them. <laughs> yeah. So what do you hate about them? So you think you're gonna okay. Your life alone I, yeah, I should say I don't. I don't. You know, hate every single one. Yeah. Um, no. I enjoy their principles. Yeah. And, and some I like. You know, weed is good. Um, the vegetarian is But everything good. else is kind of it's when they get self righteous about their composting and you know, it's it's kind of maybe it's the Seattle flavor of hippie right. and it's the yeah. Oh, you going to Coachella? Ooh, <laughs> you going to South by and I I don't know what is going on. It's just the when it becomes 
you're too conscious of it, I get annoyed. So, right, what right. is your thing? My thing is more, I think it's stemming from that, not so much like the composting and stuff, but um, or composting as we say in uh, Australia. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, my beef is with them is more the whole... The ones that aren't actually that active or don't do that much, but they, they're very much into just being chill. Just the ones that are just into chilling out. But they're not just into <laughs> chilling out because they're not chilled out unless everyone else is chilled out. And they have to get in everyone's face about not being chilled out. And if you aren't chilled out about something, then that's not okay with them. And it's like, hey man, you know, just chill out. So I'm speaking initially of uh, a listener that we had called a long time ago who may not have been a real <laughs> listener, but somebody who just wanted to have his voice heard in the place he could get but yeah called up and left a voicemail saying i want to know why simone is so fucking cynical which i thought was aggressive for a chilled out hippie (laughs) and kind of a cynical thing to say yeah exactly exactly and this person has a history of sort of emailing people yeah i noticed you were doing this it's really good but kind of like the email you got you know i'm so chilled out but maybe you want to try it this way that suits my fucking lifestyle you know so um so that is that kind of hippie has always annoyed me and then the other day i know somebody else who's very yeah nothing nothing upsets me i'm always happy just but like saying it so much that it's like why do you have to say it all the time why do you have to make a point of saying i don't get mad it's like what you know what i mean like it's just too much of a it's just so much of an effort is made to point it out that it almost seems like it's completely not true you know Mm-hmm. And I know like they've had protest too much. Exactly. And I know that they've had hardships, you know, in their life over the last couple of years that, you know, there's no way you could just be like, oh, whatever about, you know, and I know they haven't really been. So it's like, why do you keep saying that? You know? So the thing yeah. that pissed me off was they posted this thing on Facebook. It was a link to an article saying by May of this year, it's going to be the law in Europe that everybody has to have a barcode. All new babies born have to get barcoded. So... I'm like, what? Is that true? Well, that's, that, that, that's the correct question to ask. Is that true? But the next four people that comment <laughs> is like, whoa, that's fucked up. Just like ran with it. You know what I mean? That's so bad. What will uh, happen next? This better not happen here. This kind of thing, you know? Meanwhile, I thought, wow, that's fucked up. But it's probably not even true. So I Google it. Within 10 seconds, the fucking thing is debunked, right? So, right. So I go on there and I just leave a comment and say, Jesus, would a 10 second Google search kill you people? And I leave the link. Oh my God. <laughs> Which I think is a little snarky. But say? I mean, I think when you've said something that's stupid and all believed it, I think, you know, I don't think it's the worst thing you that you should be hear, you could be hearing you know so anyway then I, I get they get come down on me saying oh, oh you don't need to get mad it's like what do you mean don't need to get mad you were obviously upset by this which is why you posted it because it would be bad if everyone was getting barcoded so you put this up here for outrage purposes like she put what the fuck you know which did you just say outrage purposes yes <laughs> Awesome. I did say outrage purposes. Um, you know, and then with the subject, what the fuck? Saying what the fuck, that doesn't sound like anyone, somebody who doesn't get mad. And um, and then I just point out something's incorrect, and then I get, I get you know, called out for it. And I'm like, what? I'm, doing, I'm the one doing the public service here, not everyone else. And then, like, I point out how it's wrong and what I, why I was upset and why I think information's important. And she's like, well, whatever the case, it's still messed up, though. It's not messed up because it it's didn't not happen. It's because it's not true. Really weirdos. Yes. <laughs> Still messed up. Though. Who are these people? How do you know them? Oh, it's a long story. I don't want to. Okay. Too specific, but I will tell you. I know. Later. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I'm just like, 
you know what I mean? Like people just and she never deleted the article. It's like wouldn't you delete an article once you realize you posted junk? You know? Yeah, I know. I've done that a couple times. Like yeah. someone has sent me an article that's been satire and I didn't know it. Yeah. And so when they when people comment and say, oh, this is you know thing, I'll put the Snopes link in the comments. I'm like, oh, whoops, I you know here's the debunking and leave it up there for like a day. So, yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. I know. But they, I just hated the idea that I got painted as the bad guy because I was just trying to post facts and that they still want to run with the stupid idea it's like you want to stay annoyed at this idea that's not even true you know still messed up though no it's not it's not messed up it's not true it's no more messed up than something happens in harry potter it's a messed up idea but it's not an actual messed up thing not worth talking about so funny yeah so that's my are these people in the music industry (laughs) what's that how do they have this kind of time and for this outrage? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, but I just find that they like to they like to police other people's chill factor. That's yeah, that just doesn't <laughs> seem very hippie-ish. Um, you know who I think is the ultimate true hippie that you and I both know who? is Duncan Trussell. Yes. <laughs> he strikes me as so freaking hippie-ish but he doesn't annoy me because he he isn't it's not his identity like he just can't help it he's just a massive hippie yeah yeah i don't know this is, i think he's too he's he hates too many things for me to feel like he's a hippie wow. <laughs> yeah maybe that's it yeah maybe that's he's it. very relatable yeah. to me in that way yes <laughs> he's one of the good ones <laughs> um Anyway, so now you were intrigued by uh, by my next thing in the document. <laughs> yeah, Simone has written on the document, Beards are screwing with Proctor and Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm delighted to see where this goes. Well, they are. Well, I guess the, uh, the rise in the hipster mustache and other, you know... Uh, disheveled looks has actually been uh, causing a real problem for Procter and Gamble who have uh, noticed a, a significant drop in their uh, in their uh, quarterly earnings so for the last quarter they uh, they earned 3.4 billion which was down from 4.1 billion from the same period the previous year and yeah this is all because of like things like Movember and and all these kinds of things so <laughs> Movember. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny that uh, just shifts in these trends are like having this huge impact on this corporation. It's like I would never have thought about that. It's obvious when you think of it, but yeah, it's like yeah, yeah like that's like nearly what like a fifth of a drop. I think I know I can't do that. Yeah, that's a, that sounds amazing. I didn't know they made one billion a year. So yeah, yeah, three yeah, they four lost, billion quarterly. Yeah. Crazy. So that, that that was all that was. Um, oh, <laughs> well, where do you what do you think about beards? Do you have any big? Not a beard fan. Not a beard fan. Me neither. Yeah. So, Not so um, much. Greg has uh, he he doesn't really want to grow a beard, but I think he's just lazy about shaving. So he'll usually go a few days, and then I'm like, eh, better shave, time to shave. So yeah, but I, so I let him grow, grow a full a beard? beard. Can he grow one? Yeah, yeah. He, oh, he did. Yeah, he's grown oh, a full I beard. I want to see a picture. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll find you one. Yeah, and I let him. I told him he had to. That's right. I made him grow a survivor beard. I said, "All right, you can do it. You have to go like survivor the whole length of. Beard. You can grow it for thirty-nine days, like on Survivor." Mm. <laughs> oh my god! But then he that's couldn't so stand funny. it after a while. He wanted to shave it off, and I was like, and, "And the other condition was that he had to shave it off in, like, like go from a beard to a goatee, and let me take a picture, and go from a goatee oh. to a mustache, and then let me take a picture." <laughs> so he couldn't just like take it all off at once, and like you know, so I had to at least have this photographic okay, proof of him. Goatee. But it was quite a full, I think he went about I think he went about three three and a half weeks, so yeah. 
Wow. But you're not a fan either. Not a big fan. But David, I'm lucky, I guess, I guess, because David says he probably can't grow a beard. Aww. I think that, uh, like, he'll just kind of, like, get a lost stubble, which I really like. But, um, yeah, no full beard situation. Right. Mm. Well, I guess uh, yeah, Gillette can keep making money off, off our families because uh, <laughs> we insist yeah. on the shaving. <laughs> That's so weird. They're so, they make so many other things than razors and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. That's weird that that would make such a big drop. Yes. They need to invent beard oil and <laughs> sell that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, now, um, so I've only watched my second episode of Portlandia this past week, and ooh, which episode was it? It was the second one. I watched the first one about. Is a it year the one with ago. Amy Mann in it? <laughs> oh, she's in one. I didn't know that. Um, she's in one of the very first ones. Oh, really? I should at least see that because mm-hmm. I'm friends with her. But <laughs> yeah. but uh, but uh, I had I didn't I didn't know she was in one. So but I've seen the first episode and the second episode, and um, yeah. So the first one I thought it started out really funny, like those people that are in the restaurant and they want to order the chicken, but then they want to know how yeah. the chicken was raised and killed and everything, and then they want to see the chicken's papers. And then they really yeah. want to be sure, so they go to the farm where the chicken was raised. So I thought this is hilarious. But then they go and they end this up. This is your chicken. His name is Colin. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> See, I'm laughing. It was hilarious. Totally awesome. And then they get to the farm, and then they somehow end up joining some like plural marriage cult. Like, why? Why did that happen? That's yeah. not a Portland thing. That's just what is that? So I was like, this sucks. You know. And then I'm watching the second second episode, and there was like that guy on the bike that's riding. He's like, "I'm riding my bike. I don't have a driver's license," you know, and just like shouting all that stuff that you know annoying cyclists do, you know. So I was like, "This is hilarious." And then he gets his ear caught in the um, in the chain at his at his apartment his gauge building. Got caught yeah, his gauge, his gauge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was great. And then the lesbian bookstore, and the the customer oh, is I love pointing. The yeah, that's pretty good. And they're like they're pointing, and the the girl is pointing, pointing, and then and then she says, "When you point, it makes me think of a." penis like, <laughs> like laughing for like like a minute over that it was so great but that was it that was fucking it it was like it was like somebody has like three jokes it's like oh i've got i've got three jokes awesome here's a tv show like that's what it feels like to me like just three great jokes and then Fucking absolute shit. Like, that's how I feel. But you didn't even get to the Amy Mann episode. <laughs> I didn't get to the Amy Mann episode, but of these two episodes, I'm like, I just feel like, how can you make a show like when your jokes are this week for like a whole show? You know, like, those are just jokes in a, in a, in a, in a set to me. So that's my problem with it. But like, I have no, because you, you said you were interested to see why I didn't like it. Why did you think I wouldn't like it? I thought I, I should have asked you that before I said anything. Oh, yeah. No, well, I mean, I think that a lot of that humor... Well, okay, after the chicken farm thing, like, I I hate whatever happens once they get to the chicken farm. Like, that is not, you know? Like, there's so much in Portlandia that I just, like, skip over or just fall asleep through. But right. I feel like I'm like that with so much stuff. And right. I, I feel like I've always been that way, so I don't know if Portlandia is just something that I like in general and think there's something wrong with me for not liking all of it, or... I I don't, I don't know no, if I it's think, part of ADD or what the hell. I think at least in the case of Portlandia, I can't vouch for everything else, but I think it makes sense to skip over most of it because I think most of it's bad. But yeah, but I didn't know if you thought I'd have like vegan or vegetarian sensitivities about those jokes, but I don't care about that. that would, no, that would no. Make, that would I just make me thought laugh. that you wouldn't think it was that funny. I mean, I think it's because they draw out the sketches really long yeah. a lot and um, 
that's not my favorite thing either. Yeah, so. like if those were like part of another sketch show or something, then those could be like the funniest sketches on that show, you know? But trying right, to make right. it its whole own thing, just, yeah, it's terrible. So, yeah, so I'm down on that. And uh, and then going into the Oscars next week, I just want to say, I don't have an Oscar pick, but I have an anti-pick, which is American Hustle. <laughs> I didn't like it that much either. But we didn't actually get up finishing it because our DVD player screwed up because we had a screener and it wouldn't finish playing. And I didn't hate it, but I was just like, I was just like, this is not that good. And then I found out later that it's supposed to be a comedy. I'm like, well, this isn't very funny. Then I got more, I got it more was annoyed. seriously supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. No. Like a no. comedy drama, but it's like it wasn't even that dramatic either. Like I was just like neither here nor there, and I didn't think there was anything that amazing about the performances. So, yeah. I couldn't follow it. I just like the hair and the clothes. And yeah. Stuff, well, that but, was I mean, that Bradley was all Cooper great. Was I think I'm just annoying. Yeah, Bradley Cooper was totally annoying. But like I laughed when he had those perm curls, those rollers in his hair. Yeah. His oh, perm. that's exactly what I was just yeah. saying. I was like, but I did like the perm curls. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. But I mean, there was just like one sight gag, you know. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think I don't I don't think it's a bad movie, but I don't think it's like it's got like all the nominations, like best actor, best Why is actress, it nominated at all? best so uh, best supporting actress, best supporting actor, like the, the main four and best picture. It's like why? Why? It's just not that good. Jennifer Lawrence is just getting all the nominations yeah. all the time. I really like her, but I mean, I, there's also that thing where it's like, okay, how real can you get, you know, like She's all, oh, I'm just the girl's girl. Oh, everyone calls me fat in Hollywood. And I'm just starting to go, okay, are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> she but. can't win because if she goes along with it, then she's like everyone else. And, you know, she, it's almost exactly. like she has to keep saying it to remind everyone that she hasn't, I don't know, given it up. I think I like her okay. I did not like Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. We didn't, couldn't get through that, not because the DVD player stopped working, oh, really? but because it sucked. So, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Because I remember liking it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I think yeah, I just thought everything was so contrived in it. You know, all the dialogue yeah. was just really excessive you know just too wordy in an yeah. un- un- annoying way but I, said, I like kind of script, I like Kevin yeah. Smith movies and Tarantino movies and their wordiness but because they, they say really awesome funny things you know whereas this was wordy yeah. and just trying to be profound I think that's it being wordy and trying to be profound and it's like fuck all <laughs> yeah yeah Tarantino is the master at that I'll, I'll listen to anything he writes yeah, like, yeah. How, no matter how dumb and lengthy yeah Okay, so now I have a treat for you. I hope you haven't heard this already. Oh, oh. <laughs> so oh it's been a law passed recently in Mexico banning a bunch of names that people have tried to name their babies. <laughs> have you heard this? Really? Oh, no. God, you haven't heard it. Okay, so the names that have been banned are oh boy. Facebook. <laughs> ah! Like, like the word Facebook, like in the yeah. in English yeah. or in Spanish. Yeah, okay. it says oh, it says translated from uh, translated from Spanish. So yeah, but yeah, so Facebook, Rambo, circumcision, <laughs> circumcision. Yeah, <laughs> Lady Die. <laughs> Lady Die. Lady Die. Scrotum. <laughs> Martian. <laughs> I think Martian's kind of okay, cute, though, I have to say. Um, <laughs> I would do it, obviously. Um, and here's the drum roll for my favorite one, and I think will be your favorite one. <laughs> it's the compound that makes it crazy. Juan Panties. <laughs> oh my god. Juan Panties. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. I'm very glad that they won't let them name the child that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, why not Rambo? That's kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I looked for that, I actually found another article about, I guess, the name Messiah is like the 300 and something most popular boy's name in the U.S. last year. <laughs> in the U.S.? Yeah, Messiah. <sighs> so dumb. Yep. So, oh. um... Now, um, there's a pervert to close things out. I have a pervert. I guess we have dongs in the news. Yeah, these are dongs in the news. And now for another dish. <laughs> dongs in the news. <laughs> okay, so a man in Philadelphia. Wasn't last week's dong a man in, from Philadelphia? I think there it was. was. There have been two dong incidents in Philadelphia in the past okay. few weeks. This, and this is reported in time. You know, the other day I said, this was in time. Well, I've come to realize that that doesn't mean anything anymore. Because I follow time on Twitter and some of the bullshit stories that are tweeted, I'm like, okay, never mind that it's in time. So this, is as, this is now as good as Huffington Post. So, yeah. Anyway, so uh, a man has been uh, approaching people on the street because um, they're calling him the Swiss cheese pervert. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the Swiss cheese pervert became famous in the area after he allegedly drove up to multiple women on the street and offered to pay them to put Swiss cheese on his penis or watch him masturbate with the sandwich ingredient. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then one victim who managed to snap a picture of the perv said he was very explicit about his request. He told me he Ooh. liked to put Swiss cheese on his private area. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what word he used for his private area. I know. <laughs> yeah. you, put some, you put some Swiss cheese on my burger. <laughs> <laughs> fucking creep so there's that so that concludes another edition of dongs in the news um, think outside the dong uh, but i'm not gonna think outside the bong to close to really close out the show thank you very much listener andy in fact andy you sent us this earlier and you kept us up to date dong teeny uh, andy gets the uh, third episodial uh dong award Thank you, Andy, for advising us about a new film documentary that's coming out in April, which I think I think our listeners should also donate so that we can watch this movie together. This movie is called <laughs> The Final Member. The Final oh. Member is about there's a penis museum in Iceland, and the guy has one of every penis on Earth, of every animal. It's like Noah's fucking <laughs> dong ark. <laughs> yeah. But he's only missing a human penis. So there's a guy, an Icelandic guy, he's all signed up. And when he dies, he's donating his, his dong to the museum. But wow. there's a guy from Texas and he wants uh -oh. to be the first one. So he's prepared to donate his dong while he's still alive because he wants to have, he wants to be the one. He's got like a tattoo of no. like the stars and stripes on his dick. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh my god yes and this is gonna be a real thing and it's coming out in april and everybody has to this see it especially us <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be really good and really funny and i can't wait so oh. Oh. i'm gonna put the trailer for that on uh, dongtini.com along with any supplementary material to go with the stuff we've talked about today 
So, with those dongs filling our heads. <laughs> Until next time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Bye.